to the Phantasmagorium. I am your host, the Creeper of Channel X. Tonight's sickly sweet tale is a Valentine's Day gift for those who prefer a bloody beating heart in your palm over one on a greeting card. We all dream of the perfect first date, ending with a kiss, or perhaps a bit more. But, what happens when that dream turns into a nightmare more bizarre than even the most twisted horror fan's mind could have possibly imagined? Without further hesitation, we now present to you, do not go to the Valentine's Day Festival. Asking a girl out for the first time on Valentine's Day can sometimes be a gamble. Should I ask her to go out sometime before Valentine's Day first? Is asking someone out for a first date on Valentine's Day too presumptuous? Should Valentine's Day be reserved for couples who have already reached a certain point in their relationship? And if V-Day is reserved for pre-existing relationships, would she reject my Valentine's Day invitation despite her willingness to say yes on any other day? Also, will that permanently seal me under the category of friend? I wrestled with this idea for 24 full hours before finally deciding to say, screw it. What have I got to lose, other than my dignity? And so, with my newfound bravery, I decided to text her. Very brave of me, right? It went something like this. Me. What are you doing? She. Nothing. You? Me. Trying to make a decision. She. Decision about what? Me. Where we should go this Friday. She. Are you asking me out for Valentine's Day? Me. Maybe. She. Where would you take me? Me. It's a surprise. Are you saying yes? She. Maybe. Little did she know, it wasn't just going to be a surprise for her. In reality, I had no idea where I was going to take her. But that little chocolate-covered lie bought me a bit of time to find a place to go. I started googling Valentine's Day events in town. I came up with the usual restaurants inviting couples for their special V-Day dinners, dance club parties, etc. Then I saw something that stuck out. An event for a Valentine's Day festival on a meetup group website. That's different, I thought. I've never heard of a festival for V-Day. It says they'll have food, drink, dancing, and entertainment of many types. I decided that this was the winner and signed us up with their RSVP form. That Friday came quickly. I picked her up around 7 and we drove out to the event which was a bit outside of town. It was about a 45 minute drive past a lot of fields and barren areas. When we finally reached the destination on Google Maps, I saw a sign hung at the corner of a small turnoff that read Valentine's Festival with an arrow pointing down the dirt drive. We pulled in, and after a few seconds of nothing but trees and brush, we saw some other vehicles parked in an improvised parking lot fashion on the lawn. This brought a sigh of relief, as I really didn't want to look like a complete idiot in front of her on our first date, especially with it being Valentine's Day. We parked, got out, I took her arm in arm as we walked toward what looked like a large outdoor party going on with lots of lanterns and merry sounding noise. This was definitely the place. 
I looked at her and noticed a smile. This looks like fun, she said. I smiled when I saw that she was happy with my decision. We eventually came to a front gate where a woman, dressed in period clothing, asked to see our RSVPs. I showed her on my phone and she checked off our names on a sheet. We continued inward. To put it lightly, this place was beautiful. There were colored lantern lights everywhere, soft white string lights defining sections and walkways, an incredible food spread, which was as of yet untouched, people dancing, singing, and even some old men dressed in religious wear who seemed to be just as into it as everyone else. Most of them were dressed in the same period clothing as the woman who checked her RSVPs at the gate, and it was all set up in a field with beautiful flowers and greenery all around us. It looked perfect. I was proud of myself for making this decision. She would definitely be impressed. A minute later, we were approached by an older woman who looked happy to see us. Hello, you must be our guests, she said with a smile. We're definitely two of them, I said. She laughed. Come with me. We'll get you all set up for the festival. It starts shortly. Okay, I said, looking at my date. We smiled at each other and started following the woman. She led us to an area with some small wooden booths. I wasn't sure if these were outhouses, phone booths, or what. She said, you take the one on the left, she can take the one on the right. Inside, you'll find clothing to change into. We have to change clothing? I asked. Yes, for the aesthetic of the festival. You're both going to look so cute. I looked at my date, gave her a half smirk with a shoulder shrug, and she did the same back. We entered our booths. I felt kind of silly wearing this costume clothing, but I was going to play along if everybody else was. I exited the booth. She was still in hers. A couple minutes later, she opened the door and stepped out slowly, wearing a stunning dress of many colors. She looked like a princess. I think she could tell by my widened eyes that I liked it. See something you like? She asked. I chuckled. Absolutely. The woman looked at us both with a satisfied smile. You both look splendid. We'll keep your clothing in bags for you. Come along. We followed her. She led us to an area with several tables of food and drink and told us to make ourselves at home. We grabbed some small plates of hors d'oeuvres along with some wine. We talked and ate. How'd you find this place? She asked. I found it online. Do you like it? Of course I do. It's wonderful. After finishing our food, we refilled our wine and headed out toward an area where there were people laughing and dancing to music played by a small group of musicians with stringed instruments. I asked her to dance, and we danced, and laughed, and even kissed. A little while later, everybody started moving to another location, so we followed. We came to an area with a large platform, like a stage with two chairs in the middle. The stage was decorated with flowers of red, yellow, and orange. Shortly after, a few of those old men in religious garb walked up to the steps on the side of the stage, bringing a couple of guests with them and directing them to sit in the chairs. I couldn't wait to see what they were about to do. After the guests in the chairs, a male and a female, were seated, the woman who had given us our festival clothing approached the stage, then turned to address the crowd. 
As we are here to honor the great Romulus and Remus, creators of Rome, the festival has now begun. Everyone began cheering. Who? I whispered to my date. Shh, she said. Bring her in, said the woman. A large carriage was being pulled by several men toward the stage. When they got closer and people were out of the way, I noticed that there was some sort of animal inside. A very large animal. When the carriage reached the front of the stage, it became clear to me that this was some sort of wolf-like creature. I was getting pretty uneasy at this point. The woman turned toward the guests on the stage. For this part, you will be the goat, she said, pointing at the man. He laughed. She then turned to the female and said, and you will be the dog. She looked confused and insulted by this statement. The male said, what? The woman assured him, don't worry, it's part of the celebration. And he seemed to calm down, but still looked annoyed. I looked at my date and whispered, this is getting weird. She replied, yeah. Both guests were starting to look woozy, like they were about to pass out. The female guest's wine goblet fell to the floor with a loud clanking sound as she slumped over. The male looked over at her, frightened and angry. What are you doing? He exclaimed, then looked at his own wine goblet just before passing out. The old men in religious garb started strapping them both into their chairs. I shouted, What the hell is going on here? As my date grabbed my arm. The woman placed her hand on my arm, saying, It's okay, it's okay, this is normal. I looked at her with confusion. The wolf-like creature in the carriage was getting upset by my outburst and was growling toward me. Back on the stage, the old men in religious garb started stripping their clothes off until they were completely naked. Oh, what the hell is this? I exclaimed. Two of the naked old men picked up large knives and walked in front of the couple on the chairs. Before I even knew what was happening, the old religious men thrust the knives into the couple's chests simultaneously, pulled them out, turned toward the crowd, and wiped the bloody blades across their foreheads. They then started laughing, and the crowd cheered. Oh my god, I exclaimed, grabbing my date's arm. We have to get out of here. She looked at me in horror, with tears streaming from her eyes. Don't be frightened, said the woman. This is all part of the celebration. The wolf creature was getting angrier and louder, still looking in my direction. I screamed, let's go, at my date. At this point, the woman shouted, let her out, as several men started opening the cage door of the carriage to let the wolf free. We ran hand in hand back in the direction that we came from. I plowed through people as we ran back toward the entrance gate. We got through the gate and I slammed it shut. We continued running toward the parking lot. The funny part is, when I looked back, nobody was chasing after us. It was like they didn't think there was anything wrong. When we got to the car, I first unlocked her door to make sure she was safe inside, and then unlocked mine and jumped in. And unlike every horror movie I've ever seen, the car started on the first try. We sped away, leaving a dirt cloud in our wake. After a couple of minutes, I finally glanced over, and my date was looking tired. She was passing out. 
Oh no, I thought. We drank the wine. A few minutes later, I started feeling like I was about to pass out, and I decided that we had a better chance of making it if I pulled over than if I passed out and crashed. So, I pulled over and called 911. At least I think I did. I don't remember hanging up. I don't even remember talking to them. All I remember is being awoken by police busting out my window. EMS was on the scene and pulled us both out of the car, loading us into the back of an ambulance. That's the last thing I remember before the next day. When we woke in a hospital the next morning, I learned that our stomachs had been pumped as a preventative measure, as they didn't know what was in the wine that we drank. They had us on IVs all night to keep us hydrated. I told the police all about the festival, the murders, everything. I even gave them the address of the event that I punched into Google Maps the prior evening. Later that day, I received a call from them saying that they had checked the address, but there was nothing there. I told them, I know it's in the middle of nowhere, but it was down a dirt side drive to the left, right by where Google said the address should be. You have to go through the drive and everything is back there in the field. The officer hesitated for a few seconds and then replied, We did see the drive and we did go through it. There's nothing back there. No people, no lights, no stages, no garbage left behind, nothing. We spent over an hour looking. There's just nothing there. I then grabbed my phone to bring up the festival group on the meetup website. As you guessed it, gone. I hope you enjoyed tonight's tale of flowers, candy hearts, and love. You may want to think twice before taking your Valentine's date to that festival that seemed to appear out of nowhere. Until next time, sweet chocolatey nightmares. <laughs>